You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Jumbo Victor, let's start off in Angola. They've launched a new international airport. Fasana Elvis, yeah, it's going to literally re- replace the Quadro de Ferriero. It's the, it's the airport that has been serving Angola all these years, named after the 1975 struggle for independence, the 4th of February. That's what it's called, but in, in Portuguese, obviously. And this one is about 40 kilometers east of, of Luanda. It's going to have capacity for over 10 million passengers a year. And, and that's exactly what happens with airports. You start with one, and as you grow and you need a lot more space, you you end up with, with one airport replacing the other. You saw it in in Durban. You, you're seeing it in, in, in Kigali. There is Kigali Airport, but now there is another one, Bugesera Airport, that's been built. You, you just can't do with one airport because the patent, if you look at Johannesburg or Tambo Patlan, Syria is making it more and more claim on the air traffic just to give people options, but to also balance the traffic patterns because you, you can't just have one airport, everything converging. That growth becomes a little too much to handle. And, and this is the, the rationale of this one, although this new airport will, will literally take over the main one that has been, that, that will be, that will be serving that, that uh, part of the world. And then uh, a Kenyan firm to lead uh, the construction of almost 210 million US dollars smart city in Kinshasa. Yeah, it's, it's prime land. It's called the Kasangkulu the Smart City Project. Kinshasa, as you know, looking at it, and isn't it ironic that we are only talking now about a smart city, considering how much of the minerals that go into making smartphones and computers and lithium-ion batteries comes from the, the DRC. So it is called AVLC, the Kenyan, it's a Kenyan company. I really don't know who they are, but Kenya, remember, has been benefiting from all these venture capitalists and, and all kinds of investment inflow into the smart industries, into the ICT, because of the position that Kenya, the government of Kenya, has taken all these years to become a techno-savvy country. It is going to benefit because it shows that Consulting firms coming out of Kenya are beginning to take advantage of the rest of the continent, especially starting in the Great Lakes region and, and expanding up either north or, or south or, or further west. And this is just one of those intra-African investment opportunities that we need to see more and more of. And then the World Health Organization approves the first African-manufactured malaria drug. It's got a very, very long name, sulfadoxin, I don't know, uh, mesamine, aminodioquine. Uh, it's, it's always those scientific names. They just abbreviate it as PAQ. And it, it is, uh, you know, we talked about COVID. We talked about a whole lot of things. But vaccine intake in African countries is still very, very low. And considering how many millions of people are killed by malaria in Africa, This is one vaccine that should have been prioritized. And and to, to have an African-manufactured one approved by the World Health Organization perhaps is a is the unintended side effect or, shall I say, spillover, spillover effect of this drive to manufacture the, the vaccine for COVID. But that's what 
pharmaceutical companies are going to be doing. They're going to be targeting Africa to try and build these vaccine industries. Just just remember that Uganda not so long ago had to close a, a vaccine, COVID vaccine manufacturing plant that could not really take off. So I do not know, but I know that with malaria, malaria is a much, much, much bigger problem for Africa. It affects not only locals, but it also makes tourism difficult. People are scared to travel to certain parts of Africa because they are scared of malaria. Knowing that there could be a vaccine that can help children and so on, we just break that cycle of infection. Victor, thank you so much for that update. Uh, Victor Homoshwana, the author of Africa is Open for Business. His latest book is Africa Bounces Back. Victor is also the Director for Communication at the University of Limpopo. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.